You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. And round and round we go. The Friday night uh, freak show edition of Game Time Decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You look like the Joker. You got uh, purple stuff on. I hate Friday <laughs> smoothies. All over. You, got, you got purple. I am the Joker. I am the Joker. Now, now, I'm about to snap. I know you are. You got to see your your lips are like purple. And uh, take over the city. <laughs> that smoothie looks refreshing. Yeah, I'm drinking a. Uh, <sighs> a berry smoothie. Berry. Although uh, we're not off to, you know, real smooth, smooth operation. So we're just, just going to ride the wave, buddy. Just ride the wave. You know what? Uh, we apologize, actually. We're starting a couple of minutes uh, later than uh, than usual. No one to blame uh, but ourselves, actually. There's just, you know, I've got a million cables here. We've got things turned on, turned off. And uh, I apologize to Florio. Um, and to Cardano, as uh, I think this one was actually on on me. Only be well, well it wasn't fully, but um, Sorry, there's there's too many buttons going on. There's a lot of stuff. I'm just looking at your face. <laughs> it was so purple. Like just for the record, too. Yeah, and I, 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 we get it, Cam. I know. I know, but I'm just saying. Sorry. We're on the radio, so people I, can't tell. I know, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm drinking a smoothie, and I've got my lips are red. Cam can't, Cam can't get over yeah, no, it. No, it was like no, a, a lot, though. Anyway, I'm just telling you. Anything else to no, add? No, nothing else to add. How are you doing, buddy? Friday, ready to rock. we got conference uh, tournaments uh, coming up. Interesting stuff. A couple teams doing some deep runs. Hey, let's give Rutgers the old uh, Barry Horowitz pat on the back for what they're doing so far in the tournament game. That's two big wins. They beat Minnesota. They beat Indiana, and uh, they're 14.5-point pooches against Purdue. But uh, go Scarlet Knights. Nice run. Yeah, I don't know if they have one more cover in them uh, tonight, getting all those points. They might. Steve Merrill's going to join us. Babano's going to join us. Tony Sincata, of course, steps up in him. The King, Scott Engel as well. But uh, to put things in context uh, for me and Cam and the level of frustration, uh, that is building. My phone doesn't work. My phone hasn't worked for about 24 hours uh, right now, and it's really starting to upset me. I just got a new phone. Today. Mine broke yesterday. Cam uh, had to buy a new phone uh, this morning after uh, breaking his phone uh, last night. Well, it just actually just broke. The <laughs> thing just went round and round and around. No, yeah, it's it's done. And uh, I hate to admit it, but I, I just had like a uh, a complete meltdown, uh, and then I just realized, oh, I just have to. Uh, Unmute that button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cords going on, though. It's like a bunch of, it's like not snakes on a plane. It's snakes in a studio. Lots of cord. Yeah, I don't know. Let's just, you know, I don't want to say that, uh, you know, what's the best way of putting this? Uh, there's a black cloud could that be. Uh, somehow follows us uh, for one reason or another. It's very dark. 
Like I, I don't I don't understand. Like it's basically like it's just constant. I gotta start going to church. It's constant. It, it, it can't hurt actually. No, it's it's uh, my parents go all the time and they seem to be doing a, a lot better with the things in their life. They're not getting upset about. You know what? Maybe it's time. Maybe I should just when Johnny and Joanne go. Hey, you got an extra spot for me? Usually on Sunday, I'm just sleeping in, watching golf, watching college basketball. But it's time to hit the pews, Gabe. I told uh, talk, talk to the big man upstairs. I've told this story before, but you know the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Yep. Ted DiBiase, of course. Uh, very, very religious man now. Very true, yeah. Uh, after uh, all the partying and womanizing after all those years. And uh, he was sitting in a hotel bar, and uh, there was a dude at the bar getting blasted. And the DiBiase was just, uh, you know, drinking uh, drinking a Sprite. Yep. And he started talking to the guy, and DiBiase said, uh, you know what, I used to be in your position, sitting alone in a hotel bar, drowning my sorrows. But, you know, I found God, and, uh, and I'm much better for it right now. And uh, Buddy says to DiBiase, I don't believe in that crap. And DiBiase just told him, how's that working out for you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he, he, how's walked, that working? he walked away and left the guy sitting alone in the bar. How's that? I will be honest with you. The year that we finished eighth in the Super Contest, I watched Joel Olstein every Sunday morning. I was I was captain positive, poly positive yeah, all the time. That's good. You should be poly positive. Oh, yeah, anytime, anything. I was like, oh, no, it'll be fine. It'll work itself out. And I've lost my way. Now I don't say everything's going to be fine. It's going to work itself out. Now I say, you know what? I just want to smash things and punch you in the face. That's not the way to be, though. you got to go back to positivity, buddy. I know the show's called uh, Rage, Red Heat and Rage, but a lot of rage, Cam. We need red heat and hugs. (laughs) It'll be okay, buddy. It's going to be all right, man. You're right. You da- See, that's a good thing. Like You talked about your life experience. If good things happen when you were chill out, not freaking out, maybe we got to take that approach. I know it's really hard, though, bud. Easier said than done. I'm just getting frustrated. This digital era. Yeah. You know, listen. It's tough. Well, why are there business days? What the hell does business days mean anyway? I know. The bank's open Every day is a day. <laughs> there is no business day. You're right. Seven days a week. Day. Oh, no, well, if it doesn't get here today, another two two business days. Two business days? Business days? What? Does the Internet shut down? Everything's digital nowadays. 7-Eleven's open 365, 24-7. Business day. The only thing that pisses me off more than business days uh, are, is the NFL Combine. The NFL Combine's really starting to upset me uh, right now. It's a useless, exploitive, uh, I don't know, like, uh, it's, 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 it's a waste of time. I see everyone going crazy today. Oh, Saquon Barkley ran four 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 two or four four three. This uh, hey, watch him pay at Penn State. He did a lot of that running. It's like so what? So if he ran a four three two as opposed to a four three three, well, you're not drafting him now. Exactly. Like it's just they, this is the biggest stupid thing. And the questions that they ask these guys ridiculous as well. I want to get to that. I was tweeting about it earlier. The uh, the questions that are asked uh, at the NFL Combine. Somebody asked a player this week if they find their mother to be attractive. Like, what does that have to do with football? Exactly. What kind of question is that? Like, like honestly. No, and another player was asked when he lost his virginity. Who cares? Like, I think it should be the other way around, actually. Like, me personally, if a player, if a GM asked me, if, like, the New York Giants GM, and I'm at the combine, and I sit down, and he asked me if I find my mother attractive, I would uh, just tell him. I would ask him, do you find your mother attractive? Do you find your mother attractive? <laughs> and I would say, uh, don't draft me because I don't want to play for you. You know, this is stupidest question. It's insulting. It should be the other way around. 
I mean, these, these drunk-ass, adultering, drunk-driving loser general managers in the NFL asking these kids questions, they should ask a kid a question. I don't know. Like, why should I play for the Cleveland Browns when you're 0-16 and you haven't fired a coach that can't win? <laughs> Mike Cardano. Yeah, there he is. I'm like, whose voice is this? Where's yeah, that no, coming from? The voice of God. Is that See, Mike Cardano? What's going on, Mike? Osteen. Yeah, I couldn't resist. Well, you you in master control, uh, Mike? Uh, I, 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 I am now. I am now. I hate to admit, Mike, I think that was on me. It wasn't a system thing. I think it was just basically... I don't know. I must have hit a button. Or I, I swear, there's like ghosts that come into my place in the middle of the night and like turn knobs and stuff. Florio's decided it, it's a strategy now. If, if we just piss you off, the show comes off better right off the top. Well, you like how <laughs> I, I came out smoking today, right? <laughs> That's why he plays that music for you, Gabe, yeah, but with serious, the horns. Seriously, Mike, like, what the hell? Like, I don't know. Here's a novel called, like, the Cleveland Browns. That were, I was reading the Cleveland Browns asked some guy about, name all the things you could do with a brick in 60 seconds. And I'm thinking, I don't know, smash you in the face with it. Yeah, throw through a window. Like, what the hell? Like, maybe the Browns should be asking football questions instead of, like, what guys can do with, with their masonry skills. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> what, what, what is this, Mike? Is your mother attractive? If you were a fish, what type of fish you would be? I wouldn't want to play for a team that asked me this stuff, Mike. I'd say, you know what? I don't want to play for you. Don't draft me. I guess they're just trying to figure out if you can think on your feet, you know? I don't know how many <laughs> questions they could ask, but... Uh... What yeah. kind of fish would you be? A shark? Guppy. A guppy. <laughs> <laughs> a nice rainbow trout. Goldfish. Yeah, goldfish. He, he they actually have the a longer uh, attention. Uh, they have a longer attention span than the average millennial. <laughs> Steve Merrill next. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Sports Rage. Oh, no, no, Sports Tears. Sports hugs, sports tears. Look, mom, no more tears. It's good shampoo. I'll ask Cam some of the combine questions yeah. a little bit later on. I like that, Gabe. Yeah, throw them at me. What can you do with a brick? How many what, how many things can you do with a brick in 60 seconds? Uh, I could probably do about, I, I, I can only think of four. Put cement on it, throw it through a window, throw it at, some, <laughs> throw it at somebody's head or, or domicile. Like, I don't know what else I could do with a brick. Smash it with a hammer? Anything <laughs> like, else? Throw it, throw it like a football and, throw and rip my buddy's hand off? I don't know. What, what do you think? <laughs> Bricks. I don't know. Like, what do, what do they want to hear? What do you want me to do? I, I'm not a contractor. One of the interesting, when they asked a player at the Combine this week, if you uh, if you could kill someone and get away with it, would you do it? Uh, tough, like, what do you want to hear? Question. Like, what do you want to hear? Like, if you tell them yes, 
They think, wow, this guy's the next Ray Carruth or OJ. Exactly. If you say no. And if you think no, they're like, oh, this guy's a big pussy. Yeah. We don't want him. He doesn't you know, want to kill anyone. Yeah, he wouldn't have got caught. Come on, man. You could do it. <laughs> yeah, like, Good point. Like, like, what do you want to hear? Like, I don't know. You know what these questions are? They're just like, like the it's catch-22. You, you can't win. They're, but they're bad on both sides. I told you, uh, I want to talk to Steve. I'll tell you a story, though. When my dad, uh, I went for a job at Home Depot, and they did the same thing. They asked me, if your father was working with you and he sold nails and a hammer, would you report him? <laughs> really? And I put no, and they go, we don't want your kind here. <laughs> I, fa- I failed the test. It was like they wanted you to basically say you would rat out a family member yeah. and friend to save their property. They go, sorry, sir. You said no, not- huh? No, God, no. If you if you were my brother and I saw you, you see- but steal in, a power in, tool, in, I would You should have said, oh, absolutely. Theft is unacceptable yeah, well, in any circumstance. I didn't, I didn't really want the job anyway. Let's bring, uh, let's bring Steve Merrill in right now. We'll ask Steve. <laughs> Steve, somebody's. What's up, Steve? Use a brick as a paperweight. Yeah, paperweight. That's paperweight. a good call. Yeah, hold something down. Hold anything. Down. Hold a tarp down. On First these thing, I, Northeasterners. Good call, Steve. First thing I thought was just to smash That's your face. That's what Bryce said. Throw somebody's face or through a window. No, what can you do with a brick? No, smash throw, your yeah. face with. I would have said like. throw through a window. No, I would have said throw through a window. Build a house. Hold something down. Fourth one might have been tough. I don't know. I would have. You know what they probably want to hear? Smash Tom Brady over the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve. They ask a kid. Uh, they ask the kid when he lost his virginity. He didn't answer. He refused to what, answer. What's a good answer? Earlier or later? <laughs> Who's asking these questions? Individual teams, or is this some yeah. formatted question? No, yeah, uh, it's individual, individual. Like each, we don't know the 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 um, the Falcons actually that seems a asked. Bit inappropriate. <laughs> exactly. There was. Well, how about this one? A kid. The kid was asked, "Do you find your mother attractive?" Like, what yeah, does that have to do just, with football? What is that like? That's just perverse. Uh, usually, you think your mom's pretty nice, though. Like you would call your mom, like I don't know, say attractive, but she's a nice lady. Yeah, you know. Like, I like what Cardano so I like. Yeah. Your, I'd say what your, your mom, wife, like, your mom. Yeah, your mom. I don't like. <laughs> like so some of these yeah, questions. The way you win, yeah, you have a witty response to how you win on those questions. Yeah. A kid from a kid from Baylor was asked if he would if he, if a team drafted him. Would they? Would he be willing to show them his internet browsing history? <laughs> what is this? Dateline NBC? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> internet browsing. History. I would tell the GM. Yeah, sure. And you show yeah, me yours. Exactly. Uh, Good call. Yeah, you know I mean. Well, I'd also take the three seconds it takes to clear the ones you don't want them to see before you show them. I mean, there again, it's like these guys are so I think I think once again, anyone that says no, they're like, they're so stupid not to know how to get away with it that we don't want them on the team. One GM said to a kid, uh, I see you have dreadlocks. That must mean you smoke weed. That's pretty ignorant. <laughs> wow, that's just ignorant, stupid. Well, imagine, though, imagine if you were like, imagine if a chick went into an office building. Yep. You know, for for a job as a secretary in an office, and you sat down and they asked you lose your virginity. Virginity. When'd you lose your virginity? Yeah. Do you find your father attractive? Yep. Like that's 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 lawsuit lawsuit material. That's what I was gonna say. I go ding 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 ding. No, but how how is the NFL get away with this? Like, like it's it's a job interview, Steve. Like they're asking these kids if they find their mother to be hot. Like, what does this have to do with football? That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, any other any other business atmosphere, that definitely is a lawsuit. That's a good point. I don't know. Here's a novel yeah. concept. I'm asking, you know, can you break down this blitz package for me right exactly. now? Exactly. You know, what was the relationship like with your head coach? You know, um, 
Do you have an anger problem? Have you ever hit a chick before? (laughs) Those are good questions. These are legitimate questions. Have you ever been arrested? Have you been arrested in the last two months? Well, yeah. You don't ask if you've ever been arrested. You're like, tell us about your arrest. (laughs) Tell us us your side of the story, right? And it's not do you smoke marijuana. It's how many times a day do you smoke marijuana with most of these guys? So there again. No, no, I wouldn't even go with the smoke weed. I'd just be like, do you ever do any uh, any coke? <laughs> yeah. You do hard Skip. drugs? I tell them, listen, I don't care if you smoke weed, kid, but uh, you got to come clean here. You, you got a rock problem? <laughs> <laughs> you smoke rocks? <laughs> you, you're like, you, <laughs> you hang out with Tim Raines? <laughs> rock Raines. Uh, rock, rock was uh, nicknamed that because first for a reason. He was uh, he was well built, Steve. Come on, <laughs> he ripped. Well, he did slide. Is that a true story, or is that is that just a rumor I've heard my whole life that he didn't slide? He slid head first because he broke the vial in his back pocket one time, or didn't want to break it, or is that just a urban just folklore? Urban legend. Urban legend. Urban legend. It is okay because I, yeah, I've heard it yeah. so many times over the years. I wasn't sure. I know. I know. <laughs> what is true? If you remember the remember the picture of Bill Lee. Uh, what is it? Spaceman? Yeah, the yeah. spaceman Bill Lee. People in Montreal used to throw little uh, grams of hash at him and stuff. Uh, so when he would walk off the mound, picking him up? He, yeah, he used to say he used to drop his hat all the time. Uh-huh. He goes, anytime you saw me drop my hat, I was really picking up uh, dope that people threw on the field at me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, less televised back then. Yeah, they're, 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 he also pissed on acid, right, buddy? Yeah. Speaking of like, um, no, that was Doc Ellis. Oh, yeah, Doc Ellis. Uh, speaking of, um, uh, Bill Lee actually did though. Bill Lee. Yeah, he did. He did no, stuff no, he too, didn't, didn't he? No, he went. Uh, what he did, his famous thing is, in the middle of a game, he went to the uh, the tavern down oh, the street yeah. from the Olympic Stadium in Montreal. <laughs> he was actually drinking a beer in. The bar, watching the game on TV, Steve, in uniform. <laughs> he left. <laughs> he left. That's awesome. He was pissed because Rodney Scott got traded. Yeah. It was his former protest. And he got called on to pitch. And they found out he wasn't. Because, you know, Steve, the bullpen in the, was in the outfield, yeah. right? So they didn't know he was gone. No one, like, ratted him out or anything. But they actually said, get Bill Lee up warming up. And someone said, I don't know, he must be in the bathroom or something. He's not here. And Bill Lee saw on TV, they brought it up. They're looking for Bill Lee, but Bill Lee must be in the bathroom. And Bill Lee saw on TV and said, holy shit. And he ran back down the street to the stadium. And he went in. They didn't put him in. He got released. And he got blackballed from baseball after that. Yeah. Wow. What year would that have been approximately? 1982. Yeah, early 80s, and yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Even if you're not playing, you got to sit on the bench. You can't go out to a bar and drink. Sorry. I like Bill Lee. Oh, and another time, too, Bill Lee, Bill Lee sprained his ankle when he was on the Expos, and he told them that he tripped over a cat. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good excuse. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. See, you're making a lie up? Yeah, yeah. Some of these guys come up with real dumb lies. Like, remember Jeff Kent? I fell off my truck washing yeah, the truck. Yeah. No, no, ah. you were doing wheelies on a motorcycle. <laughs> but so Bill Lee, and it was very believable. So Bill Lee said, I was jogging. I go jogging every morning at like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and it was dark, and I tripped over a cat, and I messed my ankle up. The real story was he was doing someone's girlfriend, and the dude came home. No, he jumped off a third-floor balcony. <laughs> 
it's a true story. That's amazing. He jumped off a third-store balcony and, like, messed his oh, ankle up. broke his leg. That's awesome. <laughs> he had to tell the Expos, I, uh, I was jogging, and I tripped over a cat. <laughs> well, there's another word for cat that was involved in that story. <laughs> <laughs> So, speaking of which, I'm sure NASCAR got kind of swept under the carpet, Steve, when uh, one of the drivers said, oh, yeah, yeah, about 90% of the drivers are all on Adderall during the race. <laughs> <laughs> really? kidding. Wow. Yes. yes, it's the attention. Oh, yeah, just, it helps you keep attention. Basically, like modern day, I'm sp- not modern day speed. You know what? I think it was Denny Hamlin. They were pissed. People were like, hey, x on uh, the Adderall, eh? Yeah. You know, wow, what yeah. you, don't tell everyone we're all hopped up here. <laughs> Because NASCAR does freak. Remember, Steve, who was it? Was it was it Alm- who was it? Almondinger? Who who was it that got uh, caught doing coke before a race? They were pissed, man. Yeah. Like they booted him. Like, yeah, he's out. It's not Almondinger because he's out of racing. It's um the guy the guy you're talking about's out of racing. It was several years ago. Jer- Jeremy Mayfield had a drug problem back in the day, but there was someone more recent who wasn't quite as big of a name. That uh, he was in like Earnhardt's net nationwide program or whatever, but um, yeah, I mean, they, you never hear too much about that with NASCAR. No, they don't. They don't tell. Here it is. Uh, I would think you doing coke and driving a car that fast would be pretty tough. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> Denny, Denny Hamlin backtracks. I think anyone who listened uh, to the podcast knows I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he said seventy percent. Yeah, Denny Hamlin says that over 70% of drivers are on Adderall. Um, and now after he goes, oh, no, no, I was just kidding. Yeah, yeah, you were just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to uh, they're going to Las Vegas uh, this week. Of course, if you're going to the race, people, remember, you can't bring your booze uh, into the track. Last week, Kevin Harvick uh, wins at Atlanta. Listen, the, the surface is different uh, here, right? You know, the surface is a little bit different. I know Atlanta just sort of shreds your tires up. And uh, now in Las Vegas, there's more of a grip. But they are similar tracks, uh, Steve, as far as testing is concerned and, and, and you know, even analyzing uh, this. So uh, what do you make of the Vegas race? Yeah, I mean, first thing last week, Kevin Harvick dominated the Atlanta race. But it's not a surprise. He had led over 900 laps the previous five years there without winning. So he was definitely due for a win. Finally, he was the dominant car once again. Um, he's been very good at Las Vegas. In fact, he was first and seventh until last year when he finished 38th. Um, that was kind of an unusual finish. But the guy we have to look at once again, I think, is going to be Martin Truex Jr. He won last year. He was second back in 2015 on this track. He was the most dominant driver by far on intermediate speedways, basically top five in every single race last year. And keep in mind, last week he finished fifth, but he started 39th in that race and still was up in the top five very quickly. Denny Hamlin was fourth. He also has been very strong on these type of tracks. He's a Gibbs car. Kyle Busch is a Gibbs car. Finished top ten, but didn't really contend like we thought last week. He was the pre-race favorite. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see what Kyle Busch does. This is his home track, don't forget. He and Kurt Busch are Las Vegas uh, natives. Um, Kyle Busch has been fourth twice on this in his four of his, two of his last four races, but uh, no recent wins on this track. So it'll be interesting to see how he runs. You hit a winner last week, Gabe Morenci. Is there any? Uh, I, had Har- I had I had a Kevin Harvick. Any any uh, any guys that you're looking at for? That it was only plus four fifty. Anything a little bit more than that? A little beefier or juicier that kind of ca- ca- caught your eye? No, not this week. As Steve can attest to, it's a usual suspect, Steve, on these tracks. 
Yeah, no question. I mean, what I will say is, you know, we talked about Toyota's dominating these intermediates last year. The Fords ran top three last week, and you could make a case for some Fords again this week. Kevin Harvick, of course, as we've said, but Keselowski has been top five in four of his last five starts here. His teammate Logano has been top four in three of his last four starts here. Um, So this is a week that Ford should do pretty well with those drivers again. And uh, you know what? Last week, uh, Steve, it wasn't just um, you look at the team of Roush. Uh, Roush did real well last week. Yeah, you know, I think some of the other teams will catch up to Gibbs this year. We never see the same team dominate year after year, and there's you know a few reasons for it. First of all, they usually make changes in the offseason, whether they talk about them or not, just enough to bring back the, the level playing field. And I think the other drivers start to figure out what's going on as well. Um, those Gibbs cars, definitely, I felt like the competition caught up to a little bit near the end of the season last year. And I think that's a reason Harvick, Keselowski, Logano will be very strong for the Fords. From the Chevy camp, uh, Kyle Larson was probably the second-best driver after Truex last season on these tracks. He had a ton of top two finishes, just never quite got the win. One guy that I'll say once again, I think is a real play against for me this season, did not do much last week either, is Jimmy Johnson. Uh, This guy's 42 years old now. He finished 11th here last year. He had a lot of non-top tens on these intermediates last year. Um, He used to dominate these type of tracks. We're not seeing that as much anymore. I think Johnson is a guy you could probably keep fading in the head-to-head matchups for the next couple months until everyone catches up to that fact. I want to bring up, uh, too, looks like the Camaro is a little bit of a problem uh, right now, Steve. You know, new car, we don't really know what to make of it, but I want to bring up Stuart Haas uh, racing, actually. And from a, DraftKings, we'll get to DraftKings a little bit uh, later on, but you know, Eric Alamarola, uh, 13th uh, last week. Clint Boyer was third. Kurt Busch, eighth. Um, you know, we saw Kevin Harvick uh, was dominant. Uh, Stuart Haas crushed it last week, and I think they can continue into this week. Yeah, look at Clint Boyer. This is a guy who was competitive, you know, a championship competitive three, four years ago, and then he went to basically a nothing team and could barely run top 20. He moves over to Stuart Haas last season, along with, you know, Harvick and Kurt Busch, some big names, and he's running top 10 in races. And a perfect example is Las Vegas. He was sixth back in 2012. He was 10th last year. In between, he was outside the top 20 of the other four races in between when he's with those other teams. So um, I think Stuart Haas has some solid equipment. And I think, once again, that shows how bad of a driver Danica was because she was on this team last year and uh, could not compete still. Throw shade, <laughs> cold. <laughs> hey, Steve, uh, before we let you go, uh, NCAA basketball tournaments uh, had a piece of uh, Louisville last night. That was kind of an interesting uh, ending with Virginia there for the money line, kind of clipped that play. But a lot of the dogs have are really been barking in the conference tournaments. And, hey, Gabe, what about Rutgers, the Scarlet Knights? We talked about that beating Minnesota outright as eight-point dogs against Indiana tonight, though, getting Purdue and 14.5 points, probably the end of the line. But the Scarlet Knights have been covering machines. So have the dogs so far early in the tournament. Yeah, one thing to keep in mind is, you know, obviously the three-point shot is huge over the last decade, but I think more so than ever the last couple seasons, we've seen the three-point line determine games, good or bad. And when you're in these one-and-done situations like conference tournaments or the NCAA tournament in a couple weeks, um, the three-point shooting really can beat anybody if you're hot. You can lose to anybody if you're cold. It just is not consistent scoring anymore from the majority of these teams. And that's a reason I would not be surprised to see more upsets, more lower seeds in these conference tournaments and the NCAAs uh, do well this season. Yeah, not to mention the the conference tournaments don't mean all that much right. to some teams, yeah. right? 
They really don't. Sometimes they, in yeah, bad no teams, too. I brought it up earlier, too. Like That's a why team, I take dogs. Yeah, a team like Wisconsin today. They battled. Yeah, they're going to play hard. They're not going to win, but they're going to play hard. And and cover. Because a lot of teams know this could be the last game I ever play. You know, like Wisconsin, I don't even know if they're going to the CBI or anything like that. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, guys. Steve Merrill, uh, that uh, that flew by. Sure did. Yeah, we'll get to uh, some of our picks. The worst beat of the night last night. Yeah, that Louisville game was crazy, but the Washington Husky-Oregon State game, uh, worst beat of the year by far. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. So I was talking about the worst beat last night, Cam. So the Washington Huskies, these guys are on the bubble. They're a 19 and 10 team. They got their 20th win of the season uh, last night against the Oregon State Beavers. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Beavers, chomp. yeah, they chomp. Chomping, chomp. chomping into your uh, bankroll. Yeah. They chomped, yeah. They pulled, they pulled the Lorena Bob and chopped off people's packages last night, man. And, you know, there's a lot of bad beats every night. It happens. It's true. But it, it, this one was different, Cam. Last game of the night. Pac-12 game, Washington Huskies on the bubble, Bill Walton, ESPN. <laughs> it was the game on TV. You know what I mean? That was the one. And the Washington Huskies were laying three and a half points. It went down to three. It went back up to three and a half. So essentially, people either had minus three or three and a half. All right? And the money line... The money line went up to 193. Yeah, to keep and you away from it. Yeah. yeah, that's such a Because you know you, me, Cam. Normally, yeah. if it was 160, 170, I would have said, I just take the money line. That's what they did. You know but they, it was it was a trap. I should have known. They put it 192. I'm like, ah, I don't want to lay 192. Hey, Gabe, we've been around the block before. Know what I'm noticing on those things, too? When you see a team, like uh, when I'm checking the board out and I see three and three the same game, and I see, wow, one's a buck 95 and the other one's a buck 60. Yeah. Sometimes you question yourself. You have those weird ones with money lines thinking, okay, yeah. well, we have the same spread, yet we have yeah. a discrepancy. They in the were money trying line. to scare away yeah, the not, Husky yeah, yeah, ML better. Damn right. They, they didn't were. want you taking the money line on the Huskies. Or yeah, parlaying it. Yeah, that. so they were trying to scare you off with that high number. So uh, they were up all night, man, by like three, They're five, six. They never really pulled away. Yeah, at one point they're up by seven or eight with a couple of minutes left, but they never really pulled away. And then Oregon State. Son of a bitches, although if you bet on him, you got to like him. Uh, Coach Tinkle, him and his kid. Yeah, Trey Tinkle. Trey Tinkle, Trey Tinkle, and his old man, <laughs> Wayne, Wayne Tinkle. I don't tinkle, know, whatever, Tinkle. Tinkle, Tinkle. Uh, that's, that's Tony Sincata's <laughs> yeah, favorite coach, it. Tinkle, Tinkle. Yeah, Tony Sincata's got a Tinkle truck. Father and son team, the Tinkles. <laughs> the Tinkles. Come in my van, I'll give you a Tinkle. Yeah, so... These guys, Cam, you know, you're down by six, you're down by seven. Just quit, but no. No, the Beavers are chopping. No, they didn't quit. They played the little free throw game, and they kept – and the thing is, Washington kept hitting their free throws. Like, I give the kids credit for it. It happened like four or five times in a row, rinse and repeat. Oregon State would hit a three, they would foul. 
Washington State would hit the two. Then another time, a kid on Oregon State just ran right down the court and laid it in. With like 22 <laughs> seconds. It was like, guys, you know. So finally, they're playing a little free throw game. And then finally, um, just want to make sure everything's all right uh, here. Te- <laughs> technically, I know. I know. <laughs> When I see a pause like that, I'm like, oh, oh what's going on? <laughs> I can tell by your face. And, and well, I don't know. That's why I get rattled. I, I can never tell anymore. I just look at you now. I can All right, see so what's going on. They're playing the free throw game, and then boom. Um, Oregon State score late. They're going back and forth. 2.5 seconds left, Cam. Oregon State is down by three, and they foul the kid on Washington. So if you're laying three, three and a half, it's perfect. There's it worked, and I even you said love that scenario. I even said, "Oh, this worked out perfectly." You know, this worked out perfectly. There's two point five seconds left. All the kids got to do is hit one of the free throws, and you know you're going to be up four, and everyone's going to cover. So the kid drains both of them. They're up five. So, yeah. Yep. And then I even said out loud, "Wow, the only way we could lose now." Is if this kid for some reason they inbound it, and I even said I go, you know, some teams won't shoot. I don't. I said I don't know what they're going to do. You know what I mean? Some teams don't shoot. Some teams take a bad shot. Some teams throw it all the way down the court and it never goes anywhere. But no, no, they just casually inbounded the ball to a dude that was standing alone at half court. Nobody on Washington did anything. The kid heaved up, <laughs> heaved prayer. up with three and off the backboard, off the rim, bounced like twice, and then in. Right, right, like literally at the buzzer, and you can see the ref. Good, he put his like, <laughs> ah, it's good, and boom, goes from a five point deficit to uh, to a two point deficit. So nobody, uh, nobody, three, three and a half. Unless you had the money line. You're saying a lot of people on the late night hours were Husky fans, not Beaver fans. Uh, Twitter, Twitter, all the money was on Huskies. Twitter, Twitter blew up, man. Like not just my Twitter, like Twitter as a whole. People are calling it the worst beat of the year. There's other ones yeah. though. There have been some pretty bad beats. There have been some. There's pretty- always bad beats, but that that was bad though. The fact that Washington too, a lot of the time, you said it, they'll either dribble her out or take a horrible shot that'll you know miss the backboard completely, go into the stands. Their play looks so set. Like you see the way they set it up, Gabe. Perfect pass and boom. There's nobody around. And these college players, hey, they could still hit a shot. Well, they're going to be moving the uh, the three point uh, line uh, yep. back uh, one foot, so we'll find out if they can still hit a shot. Uh, in the NIT. Yeah, listen, if you gamble every day, you're going to have bad beats. It is what it is. Hey, right? well, let's talk about something positive. We don't want to show no more tears. Positive. Yeah, the NBA uh, dogs go 3-1 and one last night. Should have been 4-1, but the Minnesota Timberwolves did her, didn't do their damn job. They're brutal. They can go screw themselves. They're, they're, honestly, that team will drive you nuts. They're hanging around the whole game, and then they get uh, they piss it away late. Like Those guys, phew, man, they're brutal. For the talent they have on that team, I'm I'm with you, man. They got some serious, serious issues when Portland's beating you down like that. The dogs were good though, don't you think? Outright. Lakers won by a million. Cash the Laker yeah. play. Sacramento. Sacramento gets yeah, it done. That's what I'm saying. Hey, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. That's dogs. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I gave uh, yesterday my plays of the day uh, thing I did. Yeah, I gave every underdog four underdogs. Yeah, I bet all, yeah, you're right. I bet all four underdogs too. I love the situation. Except the uh, the favorites favorites in the NHL. Little. Uh, it was yeah. Well, don't game the, the Philadelphia game. That's what got got me scared. I don't know what the hell it is with Carolina. They're the stupidest team in the league. They can go out and get their ass beat, and they can look like the worst team. Then they go in there and like they'll beat Pittsburgh or they'll do something crazy. Like you saw them last night. I'm like, who the hell are these guys? 
Like they played good. Hey, great look. call with S.J. Sharkey. Yeah, well, S.J. Sharkey won seven to two. Yeah. Well, look, last night, yeah, we like the Panthers. We said the Panthers are hot now, eleven and three in their last uh, fourteen hockey games. Yep, they got it done. Philadelphia Flyers had to cool off at some point. Nashville came back and uh, got it done. Sure did. Oh, that was the game that did me in last night. Which one? The Wild were pretty tame last night. Oh, yeah, night. yeah. That, 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 oh. that nothing wild about it. It sounds like the Coyote was the wild one. Yeah, I know. Minnesota, that's a, another team. They're so good at home, but I'm, I'm worried. And let's give Arizona credit, Gabe. If you bet these guys as home dogs, you're making money. They've been a very good home dog last recently. Yeah, yeah. They've won, they're like 7-3. and three hey, I was wrong on one game, though. I was wrong uh, on the late game. Columbus had a 2 nothing lead. If you live bet the Kings, you could have got them at plus a million. They came back and scored five unanswered goals in that game, I'll tell you. Told you the Kings. The, the, Kings, the Kings are climbing. They are climbing. They're climbing. The Kings are getting regal again. Hello. Steven Regal. Hello, the Kings. <laughs> oh, no. Dilly, dilly. Yeah, the Kings. We love the Kings. Yeah, the Kings got a lot of veterans on their team. The Minnesota Timberwolves make me sick. Actually, they did. I, you, I, you, I, you watch that game. You hate the Timberwolves. No, I really do yeah, now. Like, exactly. I didn't before, but I do now. Like it's it's to the point where I do. Andrew Wiggins doesn't he? I, you sweat more doing a radio show than this guy does doing a basketball. Damn game. right I do. <laughs> You're absolutely right. He's so one-dimensional, too. Just takes up the shot. Won't even hustle for a rebound. Hey, classic stat guy. Yeah, Andrew no, no, he is. Andrew Wiggins is a fantasy-only type of just and just score. Quite an average just fantasy scoring. guy because he doesn't do anything yeah. besides score. Other than score a million, yep. You know, at the end of the night, he has his 22 points. And it's like, whatever, dude. You didn't even break a freaking sweat. You know, you, Jimmy Butler's not there. you got to step up. He doesn't step up. They do stupid things. Thibodeau's an overrated coach. They're just they're 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 stupid. I hate you know, There's no other way of putting it. And they're going into Utah tonight, getting seven against the Jazz. But yeah, uh, yeah you know, it looks tempting. The Minnesota Timberwolves are always like the candy. You talk about Tony Sincata's car, the bowl of candy. You're getting seven <laughs> points with that team, Gabe. But you know what? What's the bottom line? The, the spread's almost telling you, come on, take the candy. Take the T-Wolves. It's tasty. Lots of candy. You know what? Utah, minus seven. That candy's old. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's like that old loser Stale. Halloween Cali. Those uh, caramels that are like rocks. They suck. Caramels. Bad, my day, bad Halloween candy. In my day when I was a kid, people used to put razor blades. Oh, yeah. I've eaten an apple with a pin in it. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, people used to do that to kids. My parents are warning me. They go, Cam, you got to. It's Halloween fruit. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I'll eat anything. I'm like Fryer Tuck. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't eat fruit. No, that's just stupid. I can't believe I actually bit into an apple and the guy's got a pin in it. Like, he was trying to hurt the kids. It happened all the time. Razor blades, pins. We don't see that stuff. In I don't think Halloween's still a thing anymore. Uh, I say it's still a thing. It but, is, but, but, but they, it, no, you're right. It's controlled. Like now, the kids will go to an arena or Good something. Good call. Yeah, or or they go like for me. Like some different. teams do it. Yeah. Like I know the Montreal Canadiens have a Halloween thing. At the Bell Center. Yeah. So it's basically you don't trust your uh, you know your pedophile neighbor. Yeah. So just meet us over here. <laughs> come okay. down to the rink. Come down to the rink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come down to the rink. You know, walk around. We'll have a little haunted house on the on the ice here. You're right on one thing. It is. We'll give you some candy, but of course our concession stands are open if yeah. you get hungry. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're low on candy at the Bell Center. Then you got to pay full price. But if <clears throat> if you live in a, a 
a, a domicile, a complex. In my building, it's very, because it's family-oriented, right? They go around from complex to complex. But back in the day, we used to go on 10-mile hikes to go to the rich guys because you know what they used to give? Full bars. None of this little yeah. snack size. The dentists and all those guys would give you, like, four Butterfingers. I'm like, wow, full bars, man. we go on big hikes to get the good stuff. And another thing is, kids aren't getting beat up for their candy as much in today's society. So... Uh, Babano is going to be uh, joining yes. us in a few minutes, and uh, you know Babano. Uh, Babano likes to get out and enjoy the uh, the big events. He does uh, that are going on. And uh, last week, uh, Cam, he went to a soup fest. You ever heard of this soup fest? Soup, as in soup. Like yeah, I like soup. The yeah. before salad. Yeah, soup. it was at the Ham- oh. Hamilton Convention Center. Okay, soup fest. That sounds interesting. It's actually it's like fifteen bucks to get in. Fifteen bucks. Yeah, they have like a bar there. Oh, okay, okay. There's thousands of people. I guess it's a big deal. Soup fest. I like soup, but fifteen bucks to get into a soup festival? I don't know. These are some of the soups uh, that uh, that were there. Uh, Bisky business. I like that. Roasted tomato, smoked sausage, and kale. No. Berkshire pulled pork chili soup. Ding 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 ding. Beef roast uh, pot roast soup. Ding ding ding. This is the one that I thought sounded the best. Uh, Fire roasted tomato soup with grilled cheese croutons. Ooh, I like grilled cheese croutons. Throw a little bacon in there too. This one sounds all right too. Pulled Cuban chicken soup. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. Actually, I'm I'm a big fan of the crab bisques too. Anything with uh, a cream sauce and lobster and crab really uh, get the bear fired up. So, yeah, we'll get Babano. We talked about uh, the what soup is festival. Some kind Bano. of connoisseur now? Wow. Yeah, he's, yeah, he goes. He, <laughs> what is he? He's got a million picks. He's going to soup festivals. Soup festivals, wow. but. I guess that J.R. Smith of the Cleveland Cavaliers oh, is a big soup fan. Yeah, he throws soup. <laughs> so, screw, screw you. Last night, uh, Tony Cicada, we brought it up uh, last night before. Remember, we were like, hey, conduct yeah. detrimental to, to the team. It's like, I don't know, what did he do? So we found out what he did. He threw a cup of soup uh, at an assistant coach. Yep. That's pretty dumb. Evidently, he didn't like uh, what he was hearing from the coach, Damon Jones, so he threw some soup at him. That's that's stupid. That's uh, almost that's idiotic, actually. I'm with you. I don't care if you disagree with the coach. Chucking soup, that's just stupid. But anyway, hey, good for him. That guy's got a real anger problem. He makes you, you you're not you're not sports rage. That guy's that guy's super rage. I like J.R. Smith. You like J.R. Smith? Yeah, he's angry. Just a very angry know. man. Maybe the guy deserved to have soup thrown at him. Yeah, it takes a lot to throw a soup at a person, I think. <laughs> it's just so stupid, like he said. Like, why did he just say F off? Yeah, to that's the guy? what I'm saying. Like, he like if you're, if you're pissed off at somebody, you go F off, shut up, you uh, yeah, SOB, something along that lines. But no, instead of. Imagine if we were sitting here doing the show and I just surprised you and threw hot soup on your face. <laughs> I'd be pretty pissed. <laughs> like right out of the blue. Yeah, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't be very good, Maratzi. Very, very bad. <laughs> I'd flip out. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's not a good idea. Don't throw soup at Cam. No, please don't. <laughs> I love soup, though. I'll eat it. But uh, yeah, don't I don't know if you it. love soup enough to go to Soup Fest. No, though. I don't. Uh, I'd rather if it was burgers. Especially, fest, especially if fest, I told you that it was twenty dollars to get in at the door. It's ridiculous. <laughs> what do I get for twenty bucks? I get to sample soup. Do yes. I? Uh, do I get a drink ticket? No, you oh. get bread though too. Yeah. What kind of bread? Is it the good Vienna stick? Like the the good yeah, stuff with the butter? Yeah. Supposedly there's a bread station. Yeah, I'm getting closer to accepting the twenty dollars then because I really like a good a good bread with a chili, like a nice soft white loaf with some butter. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. That's real good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let me get a, get a gander here. 
Yep, Soupies. Two thousand. <laughs> fest. Yeah. Tell me, winners. They got recipes. It's not cheap to get in. Twenty dollars, fifteen. Hey, you know fifteen what? for a senior and a kid. A little. Pricey. See, that's what I'm saying. The adults twenty. You got to get the senior in for like five or ten. So these bucks. are the soups you get to try here. Pumpkin pie soup. Nope. These were the winners. Most creative soup. Pumpkin pumpkin pie soup. I don't want whatever. Super tasty tender fall turkey yes, soup. Yes, I like turkey. Steak ramen soup. Ooh, I love steak and ramen. This one sounds good. Thai spice coconut soup. Love coconut soup. Roasted tomato smoked sausage and kale soup. So lose the kale and you got a winner. Most creative uh, soup. Foodie's choice. Pumpkin pie soup. <laughs> no, pumpkin pie soup. No, thanks. I don't understand. Uh, that, that just tells you the generation we know with these kids. They're I, wa- I wonder what kind of soup... Uh, I wonder what kind of soup J.R. Smith. I- I'm thinking very. Got the, you know, what kind of reporting are we getting nowadays? They didn't say what kind of soup was it. I agree. I know what it was. I bet. I bet it was a cup of soup, soup noodles, chicken. Yeah, I'm going. Just, just very similar. I'm going, straight yeah, me up, too. Straight up chicken. Lipt- Lipton's cup of yeah, soup. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, one of those Lipton cup of soups, and you just, yeah, boom, right in his melon. <laughs> I don't know, though. I can picture J.R. Smith. Having one of these trendy sort of microwave soups. Well, like the soup nutsy place or one of those uh, specialty, specialty yeah, soup yeah, shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gumbalaya yeah. something, you know. <laughs> gumbalaya, jambalaya. <laughs> gumbalaya. You're the best, friends. <laughs> I want some gumbalaya. Yeah. <laughs> some gumbalaya. <laughs> gumbalaya. Actually, gumbalaya is really good. I like a good gumbalaya. <laughs> Got good uh, spicy sausage in it. All right, Babano. Oh, oh, the bell tolls for thee. Yeah, Babano will join us uh, next. Uh, we'll ask him how he enjoyed the soup. I think he's got about another 50 picks tonight. Gabe will scroll through it. <laughs> Gary Batman uh, calling out Calgary says they need a new arena. Hey, Batman, how about you shut the hell up? Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Level two. Like Cardano said, uh, it's good to get me upset before the show starts. Add a little uh, Thai coconut spice soup to the program. Surly. Add some sriracha sauce to parentheses. Babano's probably thinking, man, will you guys let go of the fact I went to Soup Fest? I don't want to. I brought this up in the pasta before. Cam loves food, but he loves to gamble more. <laughs> so it's like uh, it's, it's actually that's it, it's all it's all, it's a pickup because there's certain days like. But it's I'm, just funny how you completely balked at the the fifteen dollar in advance, twenty dollar price for Soup Fest. And I always tell people a story. I told people a story the other night when you and I were in Vegas. 
People are like, oh, we're going to go to the steakhouse at Paris, Paris. And me and Cam were like, no, we're not. No, we're not going there. <laughs> we're like, I'm not going. And like, just like 10 of us, me and Cam were the only two, like, we're not going. They're like, well, you got to come. I mean, why wouldn't you go? We're like, well, we don't want to spend 70 bucks there. No, we don't. They're like, don't worry. It'll only be 50 to 70 each. We're like that's not happening. I'm like, remember I said, I said no, man. I'm going to Taco Bell. <laughs> I was like, exactly. I'm going to Taco Bell for six bucks, man. And I like Taco Bell, so I'm not going to Paris, Paris. And uh, I never forget, man. I think it was Brandon's mother. She's like, I just saw you guys bet hundreds of dollars on dog racing. <laughs> She's like, you can't sit down for a meal? We're like, no. Uh, that's the problem. That's why we don't have the money for the meal. We make choices in life. I will say this, though, in Vegas, the one thing I do always treat myself, the $9 prime rib with potatoes. <laughs> you, how do you say no to that? If you can't afford that, like, come on, you got to treat yourself. Where's the $9 prime rib? El Cortez. Uh, it's all El Cortez. At, at Seagull's Restaurant. Bugsy Seagull's, man. It's the best. <laughs> I use it. I know what I did, too. But I didn't have any idea. Sometimes you get away if you have a nice waitress with your senior discount, too. Yeah, you know what? I'm almost 50. Do, do I look Vegas. old enough? Like, uh, I'm not quite yeah, there yet. You're still young, but I'll tell you something. If I don't shave, I look older. That's the thing. If you want to go a little bit gruff, you can, I think you can get that silver 50, uh, 50-year-old discount. I'm not that far off. No, you're looking good for your age. The Sterling Club. Yeah. You know what? A lot of people don't want to be part of the Sterling oh, Club. I do. I do, too. The discounts are huge. Being part of the Sterling Club, is it means two things that are good. A, I'm still alive. Yep. Positive. <laughs> See, positivity. Yeah, exactly. Positivity. Like, I'm not depressed. No. Nope. B, like I said, the Palms Hotel and Casino in Vegas, when you're 50, Everything's five dollars. Yeah, I know. Like the food's five. Like the, the buffet is five dollars. What they do with the, the movie contest. is five dollars. It's like five dollar to enter the Keno tournament. Everything's five dollars. You know what they do now? Too? It's probably seven dollars. Right, let's bring Babano in right now. And uh, the El Cortez game, fifty percent off with your silver card. Babano's got a long way before he's a member of the Sterling oh, yeah, oh, Club. Yeah, he's young. What's going on, Babano? Num- over under number of minutes that Cam Stewart spends at the felt in Las Vegas in a couple of weeks or in the sports book? I think we know the answer. It's pretty close. I'll, I'll be on the tables a lot, but I will tell you one thing, what keeps it kind of almost uh, even. I play a lot of ponies, too, not just horses. I like the old uh, aqua. Yeah, I'll, tell you what Cam, afternoon. I'll tell you what Cam's going to do. Cam's going to watch the basketball games at a blackjack table with the games on that's pretty. That's. I think that's pretty fair. It's a fair yeah, that's, assessment. That's, I did that at the Golden Gate before, and I went on a heater. Every time we're in Vegas, uh, Babano, if there's a bunch of us in the sports book, Cam will sort of just sort of, hey, guys, uh, you know, I'll just be right over here. And then he's at the table, and then he sort of gets lost at other tables for about 12 hours at a time. <laughs> I was going to say, if he's at the table and there's a basketball game right in front of him and he's got a big bet on it, it's going to be a whole big concoction of uh, craziness and, and, and he's going to be excited, wired for sound, you know, frantic, that's, nervous. That's the, the good thing bit. about he's, Vegas. It's going to be fun to watch him when he's in that kind of spot. Most Vegas places now have bathrooms, like, uh, have a uh, game in a bathroom, too. Yeah, exactly. It's nice. Yeah, like it's you, nice. That's the one thing with Vegas. Like, you can literally walk through a casino and not miss the game. Like, I've done it. I've got a trained eye, Babano. You know what I mean? Like, I know, all right, TV blackjack table, yep, TV exactly. bar, like, boom, like you can walk. They have the games on everywhere there. But if you can't uh, join me and Cam in Las Vegas uh, for March Madness, uh, you can uh, you can uh, lay it down Vegas style anyways. MYBcasino.ag, that's MYBcasino.ag, live casino games. 
My uh, favorite one is Kino. Oh, Kino's you for winners. Make some money uh, playing some Kino. Just play the H in the bottom uh, right hand corner. Good tip. We've got lovely live uh, dealers, virtual horse racing. <laughs> you get a 200% sign up bonus. That's GTD 200. MYBCasino.ag. You guys say you like the show. You want to keep the show on the air? Support our sponsors. MYBCasino.ag. GTD 200. 200. So, uh, Babano, who are we putting $200 on uh, tonight? Uh, let's start off with college basketball. Michigan gets it done. Game uh, creeps over the number, depending on what your number uh, was. Uh, I saw 133 and a half, actually. 133, 133 and a half. I actually parlayed Michigan in the over and hit it, uh, Babano. So, nice start. Uh, what are you looking at tonight in the college uh, college world? Well, right now I've got uh, the Missouri Valley's on right now. We got Bradley and Drake, a, uh, a great game going on here. Fifty-two, fifty, back and forth. Right in Brandon and St. Louis's backyard. We were talking about the guy that tournament at the Scott Trade Center. You know, you love game, you love those low tier. You love yeah, that yeah. stuff. Eh? You love the. Hey, I told you, man. Longwood covered yesterday. They lost, but they covered against Radford. Longwood's on a covering streak. They went out. They ended the season on a two and zero ATS run, man. But uh, you're just watch, you're watching them all, huh, Babano? <laughs> I try to watch as many of these as I can, especially the smaller conferences, because for these teams, it's all about you got to win your conference tournament to get in the big dance. It means everything to these teams. So it always adds a little extra to the Missouri Valleys and the MEACs and the SWACs and the Big South and all of these conference tournaments. So it's fun to watch at this time of year. You know, tonight, the Big Ten... We'll start with that. Penn State, Ohio State. Penn State beat Ohio State in both regular season meetings this year. And if you look at it from a resume standpoint, Penn State needs the W a whole lot more than Ohio State does uh, if they have any aspirations in the tournament. The one concern is Penn State shot ridiculous percentages from three-point range in both of those wins. I don't know if that's something that can sustain itself again one more time, but I'm still inclined to look a little toward Penn State there, plus five, uh, a team that needs that win to have any sort of chances to keep any uh, noise ahead of them to make the big dance. Rutgers-Purdue Rutgers has covered two straight, one two straight outright as a dog, but you know, third straight game in three days, do the legs start to feel it a little bit? I'm not convinced that they're going to be able to make their perimeter jumpers, and if they're not able to score around the rim, Purdue's good around the rim defensively, they could get run out a little bit. So I'd be leery about Rutgers, even though that is a lot of points. So far, though, guys, have you seen since the tournament started, dogs 6-2 uh, and two ATS so far, Bobano, and you're lining it up. Penn State's a four-and-a-half-point dog, and Rutgers is, getting, Rutgers is getting uh, 15. Yeah, that, by the way, guys, uh, announcement, that Penn State game, because we're going to be on with Tony, tip-off 6.30, not 7 o'clock. So if you like that game, you got to get it in early. Guys, you know, uh, college games, you know, I find it was kind of a lighter night tonight, but Bobano, a game that caught my eye tonight is Rhode Island and Davidson. Good game. And uh, Rhode Island coming off a an embarrassing performance, which has been very rare for them, obviously, this year. And I'm aware that they have everything locked up, and so did Nevada, right? But bad on, they racked up 100 the other night. So, like, Rhode Island, Hurley's not... Hurley's going to want to get back in the winner's circle. He doesn't want bad habits ruining her ugly head late in the season. Very true. You see, you got Rhode Island, who have been very good on the road this year. Um, pardon the pun. Uh, plus 105. I just don't see why Davidson's favored in this game, Babano. And I throw in the fact that Davidson played that triple overtime game the other night against St. Bonaventure on Wednesday night. That That's a draining game, man. Triple overtime, you lose the game. It's pretty deflating. Rhode Island's just a better team. 
Uh, Davidson, uh, they're 1-6 this year against teams uh, ranked in the top 100 of the RPI. They don't beat good teams. Rhode Island's a good team. I like Rhode Island in this game. And you and I have talked about it. I know you've cast some Rhode Island over tickets. And I've been riding this. I've been telling people about this run for a while. The Rhode Island Rams... I mean, these guys are an over machine on the road. Now 12-2 and two to the over in 14 road games. Yeah, this is an interesting one. At the opener, I was not interested at all because, uh, you know, we saw Davidson uh, take money, or Rhode Island did, but now we're starting to see Davidson, uh, Rhode Island money come in now, one and a half down to one now pretty much. So kind of getting interested a little bit in Rhode Island here. Uh, yeah, I know they've locked up everything, but Dan Early, the coach, was not happy with that performance uh, whatsoever the last time out. Davidson as well off just a gut-wrencher of a game against St. Bonaventure. You worry... Uh, that their gas tank just might be a little bit low for this game. The one concern about the over, and I, I don't argue with the leaning toward the over in this game, is Hurley really called out the team defensively after that last game against St. Joe's. It was just deplorable on that end of the court. He wasn't happy. Maybe you see them be up tonight. So that would be my one concern with the total. But as an underdog and alpha loss, yeah, it's tough for me to find a way to bet against Rhode Island. I was catching uh, the, the late-night action, guys. You know what team that has been good to us down the stretch? The Portland Pilots. They were covering big numbers against good teams, and I'm interested tonight, Babano. I think this one's on your card, uh, getting three-and-a-half or four, depending where you bet it. But Loyola Marymount's no, you know, like th- laying three-and-a-half in this game. I, th- I think Portland can get it done, uh, cover the number, and uh, maybe a little sprinkle on the money line at plus 150, buddy. Yeah, I have no uh, argument there, uh, Cam. I think Portland's a team that I've cast a lot of winners with down the stretch, a great point spread streak. Now, they've lost two straight against the number, and I think that's what's given us some value here. When I see these are two teams that are pretty much dead even, in fact, Portland beat Loyola Marymount in both regular season meetings, and I know people say it's hard to beat the same team three times in a single season. That's an old wives' tale. That's just a bunch of gibberish. Teams can absolutely win three straight. Uh, against and that, that's, more in, that's more in football, too. Too, it's more, more definitely. Yeah. Like in NFL, the NFL yeah. it's very true. Exactly. But like NFL, basketball, college man. basketball just yeah. means, you know, Babano, you're better than that. Yeah, you're better than the other team. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to get to a game like that that I'm going to bring up about that. I like where you're going with that game, actually, with Portland here. Thank you. And not not to mention, too, Lyola Mary might have no business being minus three and a half. Portland are actually a better basketball team. It played better against better teams. Not to mention, it's a neutral court game. In, in Las Terry Vegas. Porter, Terry Porter, the coach there, he's done a decent job with them. Actually, they put Marcus Schaefer into the starting five, and since then, that's when they started covering it. They've been a different team since they made that move. Great three-point shooter, Terry Gabe, Porter. Guess what else uh, I'm thinking of? I'm just channeling Babano, our old Riders on the Storm. Oh, rider. Riders on the Storm, playing six points. Yeah. <laughs> They're better as a dog. <laughs> Then they are as a fave. Riders minus six. <laughs> yeah. Uh, game that catches my eye uh, tonight, guys. Here's a real, uh, real, real clunker. Going down to the toilet bowl? Yeah, yeah. Babano, this is right in Babano's wheelhouse, actually. Pepperdine and Santa Clara. Uh-oh, late night. Pepperdine and Santa Clara. Also um, one of these games. But this one's also in Las Vegas at the Orleans Casino. Uh, listen, guys, the wave, terrible. Like Pepperdine. Yeah, there's no wave. No, like they're beyond bad. You know what Pepperdine's like, school, school's good for? My buddy got a scholarship. Volleyball. Volleyball, exactly. Yeah. You got a volleyball scholarship. You know what else yeah. they're good for? Hot chicks. Yeah, Pepperdine, Malibu. Uh, great, beautiful campus. Smoking. You know, whatever. Smoking. I've been there, actually. Nice. But um, they're terrible. Like they're 5-25, they're and 25, and I get that the Broncos aren't great, Santa Clara. But the difference is here, Babano, 
Pepperdine are two and sixteen in conference play. Santa Clara eight and ten yeah. at least. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, respectable. Yeah, like at least they, you know, they, they, they you know, Santa Clara compete. You say Pepperdine suck. Pepperdine just freaking suck. There's nothing. There's nothing no. to like about them at all. And you talked about it, but man, where I'm going with this is too. When you brought it up about oh, you can't beat the same team and through whatever, they've beaten them five straight times. You know what I mean? Pepperdine hasn't beaten Santa Clara since 2015. So. I, you know, why are they going to beat them tonight? And it's only minus two on a neutral court. I think I think Santa Clara is the play tonight, Babano, against Pepperdine. Pepperdine, over-under number of road or neutral court wins this season, 0.5. You betting that over or under? Under. Under. Exactly. You'd be a winner. No, zero. None. Zero. 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 Road or neutral court wins this season for not Pepperdine. Even, not even a neutral court. Zero. Huh? Not even this a is neutral. the head scratcher of the night for me when I'm looking at this board because right away money's shooting in on Pepperdine. It went from three down to two. And I'm wondering, why is this with Pepperdine so brutal on the road? It's the only thing I have a hesitation about. But for me, from my standpoint, there's no way I'm back in Pepperdine here. I'm looking at Santa Clara and Damon Stoudemire's team or I'm passing. Or sorry, Herb Sendak, rather. Herb yeah. Sendak, former uh, NC hey, State. Herb Sendak was Arizona State and NC State. Herb Sendak. Yeah, yep. that's right. I like Herb. I like Herb. Nice guy. Yeah, we're on the same page in that game. Cut me too. I'm looking at this game. Yeah, we're like, like a lot of dirty, bad, well, ugly games, I, but with but better teams playing in them. At well, the prices. thing is, like I said, you got a pepper and a banana raise it up. You know, 0-14 on the road. Um, you know, they don't win. This game's in Las Vegas. Yep. Like I said, Santa Clara, at least a competitive yeah. team. Broncos are all right. You know, you look at a conference record. Um, the total's 136 in this game. Wouldn't be surprised if it got there, actually. We should know Pepperdine is coming in on a uh, one-game win streak. Really? Yeah, one-game one win streak. Who'd they beat? They lost nine in a row. But Who'd they beat? San Francisco? Uh, you don't want me to tell you. Yeah, tell me. Portland. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh. Portland. Oh, God. That, was at home. that was at home. And you, look okay. at, and you look at Pepperdine at home. Pepperdine lost by two to San Diego at home. They lost by five to BYU in overtime at home. Pepperdine's actually been pretty competitive, pretty decent at home. But it's been on the road where they've just been whitewashed in a lot of games. I mean, they've just been blown out. They haven't won a single one. So they're a little home road split here in this game. And Santa Clara is a better free throw shooting team. Last five games, they're shooting 78% from the free throw line in a Close game, and this is probably going to be close. Believe me, if you're taking this game, it's going to be close. It's going to be a sweat till the end. You got a little bit you know, of a free throw edge with Santa Clara, which could matter at the end. Santa Clara's beaten them 73-59, yep. 72-65, 106-55, 75-61. So, uh, yeah, it's been... 106-55? Uh, yeah, it was actually oh on uh, February the 20th, 2016, Pepperdine beat them. Yeah. That's, a, that's the last time you have to go back there. Uh, what else is going on in the college? Uh, we'll keep a battle for the next. Uh, we'll hit the NHL and the NBA on the other side. What else for is sure. going on college here tonight? So Central Michigan's actually been canceled tonight. Yes, due to the shooting. Uh, yeah, on a more serious uh, note, our condolences, our thoughts. Uh, another uh, campus shooting. Brutal. I believe two people were murdered uh, today. Up there, Mount Pleasant. Yeah, it's brutal, man. I saw, I saw that today. Central Michigan. That's just no. I, just, I don't even know what I don't know what to say about this stuff. I can't believe Central it's Michigan happening. is like uh, Scott Engel to me. 
A friend. A friend. Exactly. A colleague and a friend. Yeah, Central Michigan have always been that go-to in the football right. scene when I got a problem. Yeah. When you got a problem. I'm like, I'm digging down deep, but I know these guys yeah. will find a way to Mr. Chippewa. The Mr. Chippewa's got that envelope for you when you need a friend and, they, and the little money. They, they've let me down a little bit. Actually, they let me down in the bowl game this year. They got murdered. It was against Wyoming. They had, but they yeah. remember, they had seven turnovers in the game. Seven. They got rolled over. Uh, Youngstown State and Cleveland State. Ooh, Vikings and Penguins? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of this? <laughs> you know what? Uh, Mark Lawrence's database tells me that the uh, the Cleveland State uh, Vikings struggle mightily. Skull. <laughs> Skull. You know what, though? <laughs> Cleveland State are 0-4 in the last four years in this tournament as a favorite. They opened up as minus one. People knew that. Now plus two. Ah. They're no longer. They don't fall into that situation anymore. All right, well, we'll continue our conversation with Ben on the other side. We'll talk NBA, NHL, and more. Maybe some soup as well with the soup king, Babano. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Twitter's blowing up right here. What's going on? Old man says it's not an urban legend that uh, Tim Raines used to slide head first to protect the cocaine in his back pocket. All right, here's my here's my boy Jeff Jankovic. We got to get Jeff on the show next week. JJ? Yeah, yeah, JJ, great guy actually. He's uh he's a uh, player agent in the National Football League. No really? joke. Yeah. You remember? I uh, remember in the past couple of years, I used to get the offensive linemen on, all the prospects, yeah, all yeah, this yeah. stuff. Yeah, he, it's my boy. That's yeah, your yeah. boy, JJ. Yeah, yeah. So we, I'll get some players on again. He's he's got players in the draft, so he's 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 tuning in. He goes, I had a client last year. So this is directly from an NFL agent. Okay. Client last year, team number one. Who's the best prospect that you played with on your college team? He names another guy. They said, uh, Why didn't you say you? Because uh, I'm giving my buddy some compliments. That's why. All right. Team number two. Brutal. Same question. Kid uh, kid learned his lesson because they said to him another time, why didn't you say you? So he said me. And then they uh, they said uh, he was a branded ego problem. Yeah, see? I told you. I told you. Catch 22, bud. You can't win. It's, no, you can't win. That's what I said there's, no right, there's no right, right answer in this thing. Yeah. They're all wrong. Yeah, you're, you're an egomaniac. I'm the best player. Yeah. You're an egomaniac. Yeah, you're, you're not yeah. the best player. I don't know. This kid's a great prospect. Oh, what? You know, you're well, you don't think you're good? Yeah, yeah thanks. Pretty crazy, Babano, the stuff they ask you at the Combine. Uh, the Combine would ask me questions. I wouldn't have the answer to them because the Combine does not register to this guy. 
I paid no attention Me to it too. whatsoever. It's yep. a joke. It's, it's a did. waste of time. See what they did to Des Bryant's head, too? The stuff they t- said about his they, mom. They asked yeah, him yeah. if yeah. his mother's a hooker. Exactly. Like, are you kidding me? They said, is, it, is your mother a prostitute? That's lawsuit material. So I brought it up earlier, but Benny, that's a question. So they, I'll ask you a few questions, but Benny, they ask, uh, yeah. what kind of fish? If you were a fish, what kind of fish would you be? <laughs> what kind of a fish would I be? Uh, perch. Actually, nice you know, thin. No, what I would be kind of <laughs> to think about that. A perch is very thin, very bony though, tough to cook. Uh, I was going to exactly. say for me, an octopus, an octopus, because I got eight arms, gives me more. When I'm going down for crustaceans in the water, I can grab more. That'd be that's, I like <laughs> more food. I'm thinking octopus would be great going to a strip club. That's what I'm saying. He's got like eight. He got all eight. That's what they call the guy. I go. I remember this guy Larry. That's what they used to call him. Hey, octopus arms at the strip club. He's got a. He's got a woman on every arm. Octopus. Yeah, <laughs> garden in the shade. I think. Uh, I don't think that. Uh, I don't think you've heard an NFL linebacker. Perch is the answer they're looking for. No, perch. Don't, yeah, don't, like, don't give you perch. They want shark. A kicker. A kicker would say perch. I think the acceptable answer is shark. Piranha, whale, although mammal, whale, yeah, um, yeah, whale, big, you know, the biggest thing in the ocean. A bad answer would be sea lion. Piranha's not bad. Yeah, no, piranha means piranha's like, like a killer yeah, little fish. Piranha yeah, yeah. smells blood and he goes yeah, yeah. after. Piranha, them. if yeah. I was a piranha, be piranha. Yeah. piranhas. Yeah, piranhas are mean little son of a bitch. They are barracudas. I, I don't doubt that for a second, guys. I stroll into the questionnaire and I drop in perch. There is my answer. They're like, all right, you're done. Get the hell out of here. All right, so Brad, when did you lose your virginity? <laughs> that is another one of the questions. What age did you? Twelve. Really? That's wow, Brad. You're a you're a slayer of women. I think for me it was uh, uh, fourteen. I, I didn't. Uh, that twelve's pretty young. I lost dude. my virginity at twelve with a sixteen-year-old girl. Too. Good for you. Yeah. Upgrading. Yeah. Brancy <laughs> was swinging it. Yes, in the yeah, rock days. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve years old, getting it done. I started dating her. Fantastic. Nice. She was so much older than me when she graduated, they wouldn't let me in to the uh, the prom. You're too young to go to the prom. Yeah. <laughs> like it was only grade 10 and grade oh. 11 allowed. I wasn't allowed in because I was like in grade 8, but I was bagging a chick that was graduating. I think that qualifies for to, to enter. Needless to say, yes, I was known as one of the cooler kids in yeah, school due not? to this, right? You're like Bart Simpson when he took Jimbo's girlfriend. Hey, he stepped up. Yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah. My, uh, remember that? I was living with my grandmother. And she flipped. Like, she flipped. Like, she's like, you can't, you can't date someone that's 16. You're 12 years old. I was like, well. Yeah, well maybe that's, maybe that's, I have the, have the maturity of a 16 year old. A little late for that, Grandma. Sorry, Granny. I love you, but uh, it's over. <laughs> I, you know, but all these questions are you irrelevant. Some, you can ask me some questions. Uh, all these are irrelevant to uh, to football. They aren't. No, are any relevant to football? No. Yeah, that's the. So, problem. what about you, Babano? If you could kill someone, if you could kill someone and get away with it, would you do it? Some people on Twitter, I want to do that too. So I'd probably have to say yes. <laughs> Good answer. There's a couple. People. I like that answer a lot. <laughs> there's, a, there, there's a couple. There's a couple people, but I just know I'd feel regret after I did it. Like there's a couple people that deserve some pain. But no, I know I do it. I, I would say I would say no because the fact is, being in Toronto, I could kill someone and get away with it, and I haven't. That's right. <laughs> the serial killer. The serial killer was Santa Claus yeah. at the ball. They've only got a sixty-two percent catch rate. I'm and, thinking. I'm, I'm thinking under. It actually used to be like fifty-four. They got it up, which is incredibly low, though, Cam. 
It's a low, low number. No, you're seeing guys on te- like, like cops Montreal, on TV. Montreal is like 96%. That's what I'm saying. Lieutenant Duwak. Yeah. world-class city, that ain't good enough, that percentage. No, 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 it really is. That's why the Chiefs are under the gun. You man. said it. Lieutenant Joe Kendon, Colorado Springs, 98% rate. Like, look, like look, at the, look at the rich people that got uh, one of the richest guys in North America. The pharmaceutical guy got... Oh, uh, Barry and uh, Honey... Uh, yeah, yeah. Fi- uh, what's their yeah, last Bunny. Name? Bunny, B- Bunny and Honey. And Barry and Honey. Yeah. Uh, Sherman. Sherman. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. rich, 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 like among the richest people in North America type, like Bill Gates type stuff. They're, he, uh, they're one, one he's a knockoff pharmaceutical guy. This guy, Babana, went to war with the pharmaceutical industry. Told them that, um, and he recently won like a suit where he was going to be able to release a bunch of patents. This is like this is like George Clooney movie stuff. Man. It is. You get whacked over this stuff. I know a lot about. So this then story. they had. They said, "Oh no, murder suicide." Yeah, yeah, murder suicide. He, he was clipped. The guy was one of the nicest guys. He, there was no turmoil in a marriage. Cops just went with that angle. Oh no, nothing to see here. The family's so rich, they hire a couple of stud PIs. They're all like, yeah, yeah. Entry here. They were. They their body was moved. They were put here. There's there. They were murdered. The PI guys got to figure it out that the people got in through a lockbox yep. uh, because they were going to sell the house through a real estate agent. They tracked down this. The cops had nothing. 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 You know what I mean? It was all the PIs that did this. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm telling you. Anybody with half a brain knew it was a, a, a murder. Come put, on. Put it this way: I once yeah. was. I was once with a car with somebody, and we were driving uh, out there and uh, up by the racetrack. Oh, yeah. And they oh, looked yeah. over at me, and he goes, "You know." There's a lot of people out there. That's all he said to me. It's true. <laughs> Great point. He said, you know, it's a and he actually told me, he goes, that's where uh, that's where the people go. And it was yeah. just sort of yeah. like barren land. No, it is. It's, it's that right out of the Sopranos by the way. It's that barren <laughs> land by I was in the car thinking. <laughs> Am I am I going there yeah, right I now? It was, one of the, it was right out of the movie Casino when, like, Robert De Niro, <laughs> Joe Pesci tells him, There's meet me in the desert. <laughs> he's driving. He's like, I don't know if I'll be coming back. Like, he goes, I know why he wants to meet me in the desert. There's a lot of people out there. Yeah, the guy just looked over <laughs> casually. He just looked over casually. He goes, you know, uh, Gabby, he goes, that's uh, that's where they put everybody. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. who? Like, what do you mean? Then yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he goes, he goes. There's a lot of space out there. There is. <laughs> Look out! You'll be in Lou Pinacaro, Gamblue's next uh, backyard. Next thing you know, yeah, buried. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring our boy, man. Yeah. Lou. Uh, Lou's a good guy. He's a real talk. Lou. <laughs> Lou, 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 Lou. All right, uh, this, this is pretty cool here. Very impressed with your uh, homo- homicidal uh, knowledge there, Gabe. You are really on top of things right now. That was a big case. Big uh, case. Oh, yeah, no, I'm on top oh, of you. understand what's going on? Like, it's some crazy it stuff. It was the pharmaceutical industry hired professional. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. They got the, the guy who killed them is a straight-up pro. Dude, they had state-of-the-art security. I know they did, and armed guards, too. No no sign yeah. of entry. No. No yeah. one can explain how it happened. The, the fact that the cops got that's, it that that's wrong. That's Team yeah. Six stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it, it that's was. like former military dudes coming in. Not yeah. a trace. Yep. Like that. That's some real. There's no. Yeah. No. No. You. You think there's DNA? There's not a crumb. Yeah. Time that to shuffle the, out. Time to shuffle out CSI. Bring in RSI. Rage scene yeah. investigation. Yeah. There we I'll go. I'll tell you what. Right now, that's, that's not the. It's not the Jane and Finch crew that pulled this crime. No, off. no, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, those guys. I love. I love when I'm watching the crime shows. Oh, he left. A, he left his glove. He left his balaclava. It's got DNA on it. Oh my God, he tripped. His shoelace came out. Like so, Bado, speaking of killers. speaking of crimes. Speaking of crimes, how about uh, last night that Washington Husky? Uh, I don't know if you were up and you saw it live, but. 
dear God, I've seen a lot yeah. of bad beats, dude. I was on it, too. I had watched it. And, you know, we were doing the podcast. Everybody was on it. We were all on it. It, it was brutal, dude. Like, I've seen a lot of stuff happen. I called it right before, too, man. I said, well, we're, we're all good as long as they don't hit this shot. And then, boom. What made that thing even worse was that it was not only from almost midcourt, it clangs the rim, it's bouncing around and around and around, and you're waiting and just angst. Is it going to go in? Is it going to go in or not? And it finally does, and you're just, you're crushed at that point. You're just, like, what is this? Dude, that's the thing. He banked it off. It was a nice shot. He banked it off the middle of the backboard, but it was so hard, it hit, and I swear it popped up like eight feet in the air. It went poof. Way high in the air, came down, hit one of the sides of the rim, and it was one of those deals. When I saw it coming down, I was like, oh, God, that's going to go in. And sometimes the ball could bounce one way or it could slide in the other way. And, of course, because I needed it to not go in, it went in. Oh, I don't know advanced calculus and, and measurements, but usually when the ball bounces up like that, it doesn't go in. Right, buddy. Washington was up. Washington was up by twelve at one point in that game. So I think from you, you probably had the right side if you were on the Huskies. They were leading uh, by a margin for much of that, but it was the wrong side. It didn't pay it the was ticket. The no, it didn't pay the ticket. That's the way it is. Yep. Bottom line. Yeah. All right, Babano. So uh, <laughs> your voice changed. It. I just saw Brett. He just go uh, depression kind of sad. You're just thinking about that shot again. Damn it. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Yeah. No, and Teddy had to play, too, so I yeah, don't feel bad for yeah, him, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, Teddy was on me. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just one of these deals, Cam, like we talked about. You know, we've had some financial issues this week. True. My phone doesn't work. Just mine broke yesterday. Yeah. yeah, it's just one thing after another, and it's like one thirty in the morning. I'm about to win a game, and it's like, you know, no, no, just of course not. Yeah, it's that last uh, It wasn't even anger. Face. It was just sort of no, like it, defeatedness. That's the thing. Not depression, defeat. When you're, defeat. When you're <laughs> in gambling, you know you're in a real bad spot. When you're not angry, it's when you're like almost in tears and crying. That's, I, when, you've, that's when you hit rock bottom. I did the Gambler's yeah. Anonymous test last night, though. Yeah, what, 19 out of 20? No. You know what? Uh, I don't know if they have a new uh, new questionnaire or um, I'm less of a degenerate, but I answered 16 only this time. Really? 16. We could do it with you a little bit later if you want. Yeah, whatever. I was just. But for for the record, so it's 20 questions. Gamblers Anonymous, and if you answer more than seven, and yes, you have a serious gambling problem. Serious. So I answered 16. So I guess I have a, a double. Serious. I, I got to be honest, Gabe. Last but they had, one of the questions was, do you ever have remorse after betting? I'm like, yeah. Every I night. have remorse that that three-point shot went in last night. <laughs> exactly. Like, 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 I don't have remorse about the betting. I have remorse of, like, the I, result. It's, it's a dumb result. question. Remorse of the result. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, remorse. Yeah, I feel a ton of remorse. All right, NBA basketball. I don't really love the card tonight, Babano, in the NBA. What, do you like anything? Uh, NBA-wise, I uh, actually am going to take the Raptors minus the three and a half. I, I, it's a national TV game. They're going to be on ESPN. They'll be fired up for it. Uh, I know Washington's been able to cope pretty well without Wall, but uh, I think the Raptors usually in these, I'm finding lately, these step-up games, national TV games, they've been able to put their best foot forward. I think they will tonight. So I think they'll win three and a half. I'll lay that. Uh, I'm kind of interested in Orlando plus three. It's an ugly dog here, but they're competitive. They're feisty. They're scrappy at least. They've been and covering some numbers lately, and I just don't trust the Pistons on the road. So for me, Toronto and Orlando, looking at those two. 
I like Orlando where you're going. The Pistons are a totally different team. They'll cover at home. They'll go on the road and get absolutely, they'll get their asses handed to them. Hey, but, but Bano, I was thinking about this one, too, that's kind of under the radar, guys. I'm laying, Dirk Nowitzki's not tanking. The Dallas Mavericks could have beat Oklahoma City the other night. They're only laying two points in Chicago. Sign me up. I usually don't go against the home dog, but Dallas is, they're, they're going to beat Chicago. You don't think so, Gabe? Do you know what the, do you know what the D stands for? What? Dreadful. <laughs> I don't trust. Yeah, I they, they covered. The I don't trust. It's a different, they, different point yeah, spread they, for them. Yeah, yeah they, they covered the other night against Oklahoma City. I'll Chicago's give awful. Dallas are worse. <laughs> like, I don't I, know, man. Dallas really don't give a crap. It's a tough game. It's a tough game. I'm passing on that one. I like it. It's right in my wheelhouse there. I like those ugly games. I'll keep my eye on it. Yeah, you keep an eye on that game. I'm telling you, Dallas. NHL hockey camera, anything there you like? Yeah, there's a few things. I, I don't like at. I don't like the board. I like Vegas minus a puck and a half. I actually they get back on track. What, four one, four two win tonight. What do you I think love the that? spot game. I love the spot game for Vegas. I don't like the injury report though. That's my only concern. No James Neal. Nate Schmidt on the blue line is going to be out. He's been the most rock steady defenseman. Banged up Pierre Edouard Belmar. A big time a checker for them is out as well. So. Uh, they got a lot of injuries they're battling through right now. Nevertheless, they could still uh, smoke Ottawa because uh, we know Ottawa's bad. They're defensively. They're horrible. They're giving up three, four, five goals every game. Uh, I've got the over in that game. I lean a little to the puck line, but I like the total more. I think Buffalo puts a scare in a legitimate underdog that's live tonight against the Florida Panthers at plus 170. Buffalo beat Tampa. They beat Boston this week. Two good wins for them for the Buffalo Sabres there. James Reimer, not Roberto Luongo's in net tonight. Reimer's given up three goals or more in six straight starts. That's not a goalie I'm laying minus 200 with. I think Buffalo could be live for another shocker. I'll tell you guys something. Carolina beat Philly last night. Who cares? This is classic Carolina. They're going to lose to the Devils tonight. After a big win, this is classic Hurricanes hockey. They're at home all pumped up, and the Devils come in there and steal one at plus 115. That's what I'm doing. Last I checked, two Scott Darling and Nets, so I'm, I'm with you there. I'm looking at Jersey. I like that. that that's Carolina, that's what they do. They have a big win, and they'll shock the world, and then they'll go down to, to reality again. What else am I looking at? Maybe put Calgary in some parlays, too. What are you thinking, Morenci? I like a lot of favorites, actually. I think uh, Calgary looks good to me. I like Vegas tonight. That's about yeah, it. Vegas minus See, there's a lot of traps tonight. I like the Islanders. Minnesota and Colorado is the best game on the board tonight. That's at least one of the more interesting you know ones. I like Minnesota tonight. Do you coming off the bounce yep. back loss yes. after choking last night? Love that angle. Losing to Arizona, angry in Colorado. Going into Colorado. Yeah, Colorado hey, Colorado, they, they got outplayed by the Flames. They were lucky to win that game. Give me actually the Minnesota Wild game. Ian Cameron, you can find his picks at uh, Babano on uh, Twitter. You can find him over at, uh, on the SBR YouTube page as well as sportsmemo.com. Always a pleasure, Babano. Thanks for the time. Yeah, awesome, guys. Uh, Columbus, too, plus 125. I think they're worth a look. No, uh, Bobrovsky's back in net tonight. You suck, Corpusalo. Not you, You suck, Corpusalo was in last night. He was terrible. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go.
Tony Sincata will join us uh, shortly. I don't hey. know if uh, Tony's uh, lurking uh, right now. I like when uh, Tony steps up in it a little bit uh, earlier. I like when he lurks, too. Yeah, Tony, well, he's a big lurker. <laughs> He is a he's, he's a peeper. <laughs> peeper. He's a peeper. He's a peeper. <laughs> I love that word. Eh? <laughs> peeper. It's great. He's a peeper. Rowdy, rowdy peeper. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> great. That's a legendary Simpsons episode. Rowdy, rowdy peeper. And home to the sweet candy. That, that could be something that, 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 that was that a would great happen. episode. That would be like something I could see happening to you. <laughs> what, like getting accused of like, yeah, like, no, I could see, I was, like, I was grabbing a, a I could see, like, a uh, misunderstanding where, like, a girl walked past and, like, you're like, ugh. But really, you saw, like, a KFC. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're looking across the street and you're actually looking like, oh, fried chicken. And she thinks, it happens to me often and, now. And I'm just drooling. Yeah, I'm not making it up, too. Yeah. And you see in the yeah. Melrose Place Studios neighborhood, yeah, there's a lot of hot chicks. There's a lot of hot chicks with dogs. Oh, all right. It's a dog walking par- yeah. paradise. But I'm a fan of the dogs, not so much the chicks. Yeah. So it's funny. A lot of times, uh, you know, they'll they'll do a double take and I'll be looking back, but I'm yeah. looking at the dog. Yeah, saying that dog's got great form. Yeah, and they think that I'm looking at them. <laughs> yeah, it's like settle down, hey, don't hey, flatter yourself. Hey, settle down, Lululemon butt. I yeah, like, yeah. I, I like the, I like your way your dog. Yeah, yeah. Looks. Don't don't flatter yourself. Yeah, yeah your dog walks nice. <laughs> You're right. There's a lot of pooches in the neighborhood. All right, Florio was checking it. What was that, Florio? Oh, he's peeping. Lurking. Peeping. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, if my phone worked, I'd call 911. I'd say, hey, there's a middle-aged man in bowling shoes. Bowling shoes. Yeah, with a bottle of Patron in his hand. That's right. On the and night- something else in his other hand. On the nightstand. What's up, Tony? I'm, uh, I'm here. I'm absolutely getting it done. How about yourself? Pretty good there, Tony. It's good pretty good right, Ready to rock, uh, Tony. Yeah, I, I spent the day learning about this uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Sugar Sean, tell us about it. He's a he's a, a weird looking dude that's going to debut in the UFC tomorrow night after nine victories elsewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, he's fighting that oh, guy. Okay. He's fighting Mister S. <laughs> yes. Remember Gabe? What's that guy with the crazy last name? Suit and Kama or Suit and Kama? You know, yeah, the speaking guy. of which, isn't the uh, Suit and Sharma or yeah, Don't suit. Squeeze the Sharma winning right now? Yeah, still? yeah. Hey, hey, I got a, I got a one pony. Who's got this guy in their drafts king lineup? Uh, here we go. He's leading the golf tournament. Shub, Shub Hanker Sharma. Shub Hanker, Sharma. Oh, you're talking about the Sean, the Sean O'Malley, Andre Sukunmath fight. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah the, the Sukunmath. Uh, yeah, you're ready for some UFC tomorrow, huh? Oh, I, I, you know what? It's crazy. Yeah, I'll I tell you what. Cyborg uh, Christine, Christiane Justino. Yeah, why change her name? A.K.A. Cyborg. She doesn't. Yeah. She finds it offensive to be called Cyborg. Really? I think that's a compliment. It just means you're a killing cool, machine. Cool, I agree. Shama, it's Cyborg. Shama's owned by 5.7% in this golf tournament. That's about four more percent than I thought, Tony. Like, yeah, really? Like, who the hell? Like, like what is Like, I know Is DraftKings right Draft legal in Thailand? Uh, yeah, it must be. <laughs> That's a good point. Actually, India. He's from India. Oh, yeah, he's he's India. actually he owned higher than Louis Oosterheisen. You know, cricket, <laughs> cricket, fantasy, fantasy cricket's massive out there. Actually. Oh, it's I bet it be, be a big market. Yeah, for sure. Fantasy Tony cricket. would be all over it. Cricket lineup, we told Tony cricket lineup, he'd be on it. Yeah, I would have John Smith. That's my guy. Cricket's right in your wheelhouse. There's a lot of bats and balls and stuff. Tony. Yeah, you know what's a lot of pad- the old paddles, the old paddle. Yo, yo, yeah, Tony paddles and got And all kidding aside, I don't know if you ever watch cricket. That's some serious ass stuff, dude. <laughs> like, it really is. It's like you know, it makes Major League Baseball look like the minor leagues. 
There's literally like two billion. When Pakistan play India, you know, they're so nuts. This is uh, what they did in a match-fixing uh, incident, actually, uh, over there. They waited until they knew it was in, um, in regulation, and they didn't like the way things were going. They burnt the stadium down. That's, that's emotional fans right there. That is taking sports to the ultimate level. Think about that's, that, though, like having a bat. Like nobody in North America ever gets yeah. that extreme. And we think we're hardcore. Yeah, we're not. But, like, yeah. you're losing money on a game, and you're like, all right, I have no choice but to burn the link down. You know what I mean? Like, you actually, like, come to this where it's like, all right, I'm going to start a fire that's going to be so big they're going to stop this game right now. I, so, I owe so much money. I have to become I'm amazed that people don't like. Oh, that's nuts. The, the other one, great one. This is the best one ever, too. It's ingenious. Um, it's a, in a soccer match. I believe it's after, like, the 70th minute. It becomes legal after the 80th, yep. 80th minute. What they did in England, I, I don't know the exact minutes. Like, I know NFL uh, football games 55 minutes. It's got to go 55 minutes. But, like, the, so the soccer match, this was about five, about seven years ago, actually, in England. Now, maybe about 10 years ago. They bet on the game, and when the score was what they liked, get this, it's ingenious, guys. They paid off the dude that works at the local hydro center. Oh, uh, Electricity light, gate. Lights off. Once the game became official, boom, they shut the power so grid down. good. The game was then postponed. It was done. But for betting purposes, it was official. That's And it genuine. turned out after that they paid off a guy that worked to get access to actually close the grid with the blocks around the stadium. That's it's actually pretty, they, ingen- it's pretty ingenious. It's pretty ingenious. I think people are trying to do worse things to him. (laughs) They're trying to do worse. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tony, yeah, that's right. San Fran and uh, Ravens. The thing is with the Super Bowl, they're not going to – they're going to finish it no matter what. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) I knew that changed – that really changed the the dynamic of that game. Absolutely. Like San Francisco were getting their ass kicked. They were. Thank God because, actually, I think we were on San Francisco that day. It was was tough, tough, tough beat there. Yeah, I remember it like uh, (laughs) – I remember it like yesterday. I melted down after that game. Like I, like I, that was one of those, like I had like a, I had like a meltdown. I told a story the other night, actually threw my jacket, pretty nice jacket I was wearing. Leather? Nah, it was, uh, it was that Memphis Adidas jacket. Ooh, I, I like that Memphis coat. Yeah, yeah that but I was. Nice pullover. Yeah, but I was wearing it at the national championship game when we lost $12,000. Oh yeah, bad coat, bad coat. And then I lost another like $4,800 ah. on the Super Bowl. So now the coat had to go. Yeah, I took the coat off on the spot, and I threw it in the garbage in the stratosphere. It's a bad chi coat. It's got bad karma. That's pretty good, Tony. Tony. I I threw the jacket. I put... People were like, no, no, and they saw me. Should have burned it. People want to take it out. I was like, no, 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 no. And I even, like, poured booze on it <laughs> yeah, after. I was screw like, you. I was like, no, no, I didn't want anyone fishing it. I was like, that that coat's dead. Yeah, take a leak on it. <laughs> it's done. It's done, Tony. <laughs> so what are you going to say? talking about Chris Jackson of LSU, who changed his name to Muhammad, Muhammad Abdul Ray Oof. Raouf. Uh, yeah, yeah. what did I call it? I said Stanley Johnson. Yeah, Stanley Roberts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You brought back bad memories. I remember I was down a couple grand to the bookie, so I bet it all. Dale Brown was the coach, remember? Yeah, Dale Brown. So I bet yeah, yeah. it all. Right? I bet it all. I, I, I what, on those two? You, right? And Muhammad Abdul Rayouf, down by 17, hits a three-point at a cut of the line. Before the ball went through the hoop and hit the floor, the puke came out of my mouth and hit the floor <laughs> in my living room. You heard me talking about the bad beef from last night, huh? It's unbelievable, uh, yeah, this stuff, I remember huh? the Chris Jackson, and that, I think that's the all-time baddest beat in my life that I remember because there was actually vomit in that bad beat. I don't even think, I don't even think Shaq 
I don't even Shaq and uh, and uh, Stanley Roberts made it into the Sweet 16. I think they nope. lost in the first round or second round. Like for all the talent that yeah. they had. LSU early exit. You know what? He was he was in the NBA for a little while there, Stanley Roberts. You yeah. remember him? He was on the Clippers, right? Dale Brown always had a red nose. I think he drank a lot before the games. Yeah, he's got one of those. Uh, you could tell. I told Gabe and I know this. To uh, we see these guys, those big red honkers with the yeah. with, with the blood vessels popping out. Like if yeah. you see, it just looks like a scrunched up potato that you put in the microwave, but it's bright red <laughs> and it's also got deep, deep lines. You know that guy plows bottles. So uh, Tony, <laughs> I don't know if you heard us talking about the uh, the Gamblers Anonymous uh, yeah. quiz. I I did it last night. Congratulations. Yeah, I passed. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> if it's going to come to a surprise to anybody, I have a gambling problem, yeah. uh, evidently. As if you, it says if you answer more than seven, you've got a gambling problem. So let me, I'll ask you right now, Tony, all right? Yep. All right. Uh, have you ever lost time for work or school due to gambling? Yes. All right. Yep. Um, has gambling ever made your home life unhappy? Yes, yes. very much so. Yeah, I, I, that was a yes. That's easy. Has gambling ever affected your reputation? Yes, it has. Yeah, people yes, think I'm a degenerate gambler. Nice one, Tony. I like this one. All right, so we'll say no for you for that one. Uh, have you ever felt remorse after gambling? He's like, yeah, I Every felt time. a lot of remorse that that stupid son of a bitch kid hit a three at the buzzer last night, Tony. That's remorse. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel remorse like, about betting. I felt remorse I lost. Absolutely. That's like the clip you play at night when it, we don't we don't have a gambling problem. We have a winning problem. Yeah, that's, that's Bobby Riggs. That's from the movie. The Battle of Sexes. He's in a Gamblers Anonymous. He steps up. He goes... He goes, all you people aren't here because you're gamblers. You're here because you're bad gamblers. <laughs> so true. He, goes, and he gets all serious. He's like, you need to study. You need an edge. You need an edge, and then you're not a gambler. You're a hustler, and then you're not a hustler. You're a winner. <laughs> it's like, all right, this one, uh, this one is like, yeah, when haven't I? Do you ever gamble? With money in which to pay debts or to solve financial problems, camp. Hey, what? Double up, triple up? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> eh, hit the buzzer. Yes. Are you saying yes, Tony, to this one? Have oh, you ever yeah. like? I, have you ever like played fantasy thinking I need to win this? Like I better win tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, a few times, a few times. <laughs> no, we can't all be like Mike Cardano. Accidentally betting a thousand dollars and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Very, I gotta tell you something. He's a very calm, like uh, he's, yeah. Cardano's he's really calm down. He's in a real. I gotta say, Mike, if you're listening, you. yeah, I know. he's in a real zen zone. I he really is. It. Mike's always telling me to calm down yeah. recently. <laughs> all right, really? so yes, it's on well, that I would right. want you to calm down. Like, yeah, exactly. Who wants, to listen, who wants to listen to a calm Gabe Morrissey? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't know. Off the show, I was pretty fired up off the top. He's like, "Oh, good, good. You yeah. should get really you're pissed angry. before every show." All right. Has gambling ever caused a decrease in your ambition or efficiency? I'm going to say no to this one for all of us. I agree with you. I, I, we're all very efficient. You've got to work yeah. harder to get it back. We work 18 hours a day, Tony. What do you mean? It's like insane. ambitious and efficient. Like, what do you want? Like, <laughs> haven't taken off work unless you've got to dodge a guy for a while. My computer might not always be efficient, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm not going to cop to this. No. All right. This one is an obvious one, Cam. After losing, have you ever felt the urge to return as soon as possible to gamble to get back your losses? Yes. Have you seen me? Have you, have you seen me at the blackjack table? I hit that every one. ATM, and then sometimes I never go in so fast. Is that to, one to should a, ask in how many ATM. minutes? Yeah, how many yeah. minutes oh. you've gambled again? Yeah, seconds, uh, Tony. Yes. Seconds. Yeah. All right. 
have you ever gambled or often gamble until all your money is gone? Uh, oh, yeah, Jesus. that's what gambling. Yeah, yeah. Works, I was gambling. in Atlantic City day for two days broke. Two days broke. <laughs> that's the worst, huh? Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Tony, I went to Vegas for a weekend once. Got there Friday afternoon. Was got hammered on the plane. Lost my money before I checked into my room. Really? Like, oh, like I checked shit. into the hotel at the Strat at like noon. And they were like, "No, you can't check in till 3. I was like, "Yeah, all right, whatever." Went to the tables. I lost like I had fifteen hundred on me for the weekend. Yeah, I lost about twelve hundred of it. Like so, before I checked into my room, the rest of the weekend was just lame. Same deal. I don't like, the, I don't like deal. the story. It's very I'm sad. I'm in Atlantic City for t- for the oh, week for the weekend. I dropped twenty five hundred by Saturday afternoon or something. So I spent twenty four hours watching craps, and I learned how to play by because I had no money. I just stood. So there you watching. literally had like nothing left. Like nothing left. No. Yeah, Tony. Tony, listen to this. One. I would have left if I was you at that I was point. Staying, I was. I, I, I had. Was a, I was taking a bus back to Boston. Oh, Frenzy so wasn't on this trip with me, but I went to Vegas and I played blackjack. I lost forty eight hundred dollars. I stayed at the table for two straight days to get it back. Like yeah. I was, I, st- I stayed at a table with massage for forty eight over forty eight hours playing blackjack. Here's what. Uh, that's sick. Have you ever borrowed money to finance your gambling? Uh, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. You think? Yeah, yeah. I haven't <laughs> in a long time though. I, I, no, used, but to... I used to a lot. I know. Yeah, you say lot. loan shark? Yeah, of course. Like <laughs> loan, loan shark, loan shark. <laughs> so we're only through like ten of them. We're, we're already all past seven. See, Tony. I think they're throwing around the term compulsive gambler a little loosely. I don't consider you to be a compulsive gambler. No, I think me uh, and Cam, I would say yes. I think you recreationally, you like to play a couple of games. Yeah, he's got a, yeah, a couple he's, games. I used to be, at one time in my life, I was really bad. Like I bought a, a brand new Jeep cash in one week and had to sell it two months later. That's the oh, that sucks. Man. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that actually. To put it in perspective, once I was walking down the street to go beat a bookie, and I had an envelope with thirty four hundred dollars in it. All right. And I'm walking, and I look in a driveway, and someone was selling a nice-looking van. Twenty nine hundred. It said twenty nine hundred dollars, like you know, on a sign. And I thought, man, I could buy this van and have five hundred bucks left over. But instead, like, what did I get out of this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, imagine if like we bought objects with every all the money we lost gambling. Like, we'd be loaded. I mean, it'd be like a Walmart warehouse. Yeah, but think about <laughs> where would you put it all? Yeah, and I don't want stuff. I yeah. want money. Story. I want the glory. Clutter will make you, you know, it's true. Clutter will make you go crazy, Pony. If you got too much of it, you go bonkers. You, uh, yeah, instead of being on the radio, you'd be on hoarders. Yeah, that's right. My dad's. Uh, I'm close to being on hoarders as it is. My dad's a hoarder. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's he's got a problem. He used to play hide and seek in the basement. He couldn't find a guy for three hours. It was brutal. <laughs> He's got he's got thirty seven hammers, sixty two saws. He won't he won't throw out anything. Thank God he throws out the food. That's one thing. He's not a hoarder, but objects like the guy's got like twenty seven power saws there. Like well, well, you only need one. All we need to know, guys, is uh, the fact yeah. that lying on my floor is lying on my floor in my bedroom. Evidently, is a Lindy Sports baseball preview, Tony, from two thousand fourteen. Oh, I would have gone back a lot more. A lot more. Well, no, get this. I have I have an Inside Sport magazine kicking around in here with Shane Conlin on the cover. No, but I have like old I have like old memorabilia type stuff magazines. And here's one I found actually, Cab. That this isn't going to be a nice memory for you. It's too bad it's damaged. Because uh, look, Super Bowl. That's from that's the real one. 
Steelers Seahawks. That's the one you got screwed. I got to leave. That's I got to leave. The NHL, I like the Devils, Minnesota, the Islanders, and the NBA Dallas in the Toilet Bowl, big turn of the night in Orlando, plus three. Thanks, boys. I'm disappointed, Tony. I thought you had, like, the Lisa Ann blow-up doll. <laughs> like the full uh, all-out thing. You got to pick more winners. <laughs>